What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 100 of your favorite podcast, the Gordai Podcast. I am your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. And today, episode 100, you know that we have to bring the heat. We got to bring the fire. I'm going to talk to you guys about traits that I've realized over the last 100 episodes that separate successful people from unsuccessful people. But it is far, far, far deeper than that. These are deep, inherent traits that we all have control over. We can all change. And I promise you, when you get out of this next hour with us, you are going to come out better than you went in. Episode 100, as always, brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Please scroll down. Leave us an amazing review to celebrate with us. Leave us five stars. I'll see you inside. It's pretty cool to be sitting here at uh, episode 100 because I feel like I remember episode one like it was just the other day. I was like, I'm not real sure what people like want to hear. I'm not real sure. Um, what to talk about, what to say, how the fuck the flow of these things go. <laughs> you know, honestly, I never listened to podcasts a ton uh, before we started one because I would put them on and I would just get so fucking bored by the people I was listening to. Yeah. And I realized, um, you know, a, around the time that we had talked at the gym about starting this. I had realized, wait, that's why I need to do a podcast (laughs) because everyone's so fucking boring. So you can make one that's fun. Yeah, that's like fun and exciting that like you actually want to follow along with. Um, You know, I think when we had, was it Sam? I think we had Sam Miller on. We had Sam. And we talked about, you know, people who are really, really, really intelligent usually are very poor at articulating their thoughts to where everyone can understand them. Mm. And commonly people who are really, really, really intelligent, um, you know, are more, a little dull in uh, their personality. I'm not saying everyone, I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying a lot of people, they they have so much intelligence that it pulled away from the whole personality card. It's it's like you would assume a uh, like a software developer. Yeah, is probably an introvert. It's probably an introvert. Yeah. Like most yeah. of these people, like they're so intelligent because they've kind of they they are introverted. They find more in just kind of crawling up, you know, in a little tent and, you know, reading their books endlessly you yeah, know, and, and they actually can, they being can use out their there. mind and they can just focus yeah. on that. And they don't have to like entertain. They don't have to be center of attention. They don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah. And dude, that's OK. That's a perfect place to be. And um, I'm not going to sit here and act like me or Scott or some fucking geniuses of the planet. You know, we're pretty fucking smart. We're pretty fucking good at what we do, you know. I think we're fucking dope (laughs) and the reviews and the ratings and the listens say that we're pretty fucking dope too. So we just keep fucking rolling, dude. I have, I have no idea what we're doing. I have the date of the first one, March 13th. March 13th was the first one. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's wild to see kind of how far we've come, how like what this thing's grown into, um, you know, is really fucking humbling for me. Um, and you know, I know it's really humbling for Scott too, because you know, I used to just kind of go to shows and it's like, oh, dude, like you're the team Mahaley guy. Yeah. And now it's like, holy fucking shit. The podcast changed my life. Yeah. And I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate um, that you guys kind of allow us to have this output because, I mean, quite frank, um, you know, through your eyes supports, you know, even just a simple like a comment, a follow on Instagram, like Mm -hmm. that culminating over time and then sharing the content I've put out. That's what changed my life. So if I can just give a little bit back um, to you guys, you know, it makes makes me feel really good about what we're doing but the 100th episode 
How's that feel to you? It feels pretty, pretty cool. It's, it's surreal wild. to think about. We've, we pushed this so hard. I know it was yeah. supposed to just kind of be a little hobby in the beginning. And now it's like I something still we rem- actively think about. I still remember the conversation. Do we do one a week? Yeah. Two a week? And you yeah. said, I have a lot to fucking say. So I we did three. to say. Yeah. So I was like, did, are you kidding me? We three did three a lot. fucking week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we tried four. We, yeah. We, 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 we can do a four when competition season. Yeah. Like this. When you travel, it's too hard. It's way too hard. I mean, yeah. we're not going to get to record another one until Wednesday. Yep. Now. So, um, you know, it's, it's, I'm I'm fortunate for this platform and, you know, I started this because I would, I was making Instagram posts and it just wasn't getting the job done. Actually today in my cuteness, so we're recording this on Wednesday. They're not going to hear it till what Friday, Friday. Yeah. So I'm actually in Arizona when, when this drops. So today I'm asking, I was asking my Q and a, um, you know, why the drop off in educational content? Oh, well, start a fucking podcast where there's way fucking more. It's a lot more. Yeah. Like way fucking <laughs> Instagram, more. You get 60 seconds here. We get an yeah, hour. We get an hour, <laughs> dude. I mean, you get 60 times more. Yeah. Um, and you know, that was one, but you know, when, when competition season picks up, um, the, like there's no brain power left over for Instagram. Like it's all about clients. I mean, look at my fucking page. I think my last 15 posts are clients. What's cool about the competition side of things with the yeah. podcast, I think is you get to post your clients and the success they had yeah. on Instagram and you need to, you know, share their, what they deserve. Yeah. And then you get to deep dive yeah. into it after the fact. I get to talk about what we did. I think that's you know, cool. Over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really cool. And it's way better than, you know, just a simple Instagram caption that just doesn't give you very much. Yeah. You know? Um, so I, I, I do appreciate the support. I appreciate you guys do, but I want to talk about you know, through the first hundred episodes. I guess it's kind of been, um, you know, life changing in the sense of creating this platform has really made team Haley even larger than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, since Definitely. we, since we recorded this platform and, you know, we went from, um, we went from around like 35, 50 applications a month. Most of those were mine to, I mean, we get 120 to 160 applications a month. It's pretty mm-hmm. well split across the team. I would love to know since that March, that March date. Yeah. How much more of the traffic has changed? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a, yeah. a I wonder lot. what the number is. It'd be cool. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's huge. And you know, it's cool because I think people are able to, um, you know, kind of pick up what we're all about here. And, you know, if, whether it's me or one of my coaches, you know, we all kind of fall in line here. So something I've been pondering is, uh, I haven't even talked to Scott about this. I just been pondering starting a team Haley coaches podcast. Hmm. Um, I think that'd be really cool where all the that coaches cool. go on, you know, you do like two a week. So, you yeah. know, two coaches come on, you just kind of teach like, yeah. you know, 20, 30 minutes. I've been pondering doing that. Um, I, you know, I, I just need everyone to kind of be all in. We're going to talk about it on Thursday's meeting and kind of see what people think. But, um, you know, I've seen what this has done, um, you know, to the team. And that's just something that could further enhance kind of everyone's interaction. Right. So, I want to talk to you about, I really want episode 100 to be a special topic. And this is a topic that I feel so extremely passionate about. And some of it you guys might be listening to and you're like, well, you know, we have talked about this pre prior, but there's a reason I'm talking about some of these items yet again, because they're that fucking important. This is so important. I'm going to talk about the inner game of success. And why I think I've compiled more knowledge on this since we dropped our podcast is because I also have started listening to other people's podcasts uh, at a pretty high clip. 
you know, I listened to a ton of Joe Rogan. I listened to some uh, Ben Greenfield, some Tony Gonzalez, uh, the former NFL player. He's really, really, really good. Yeah, I like the, his a lot. Fuck, who did I listen to? Matthew McConaughey was on his. He was and just it, on it, Rogan's. No, he's but an, that one an yet. NFL player. Oh, really? Yeah, fuck. I'll find it. Yeah. Um, you see Kanye was on Rogan's. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to like the first hour of Kanye. You know, it's, it's interesting. It's just so difficult for me to like things that take points that take you and I 10 seconds to articulate takes him 10 minutes. <laughs> so it, it gets like frustrating, yeah. um, you know, like following along everything. Um, but he is a good storyteller. I think he has a very creative imagination. Yeah. Russell um, Wilson. Oh, Russell Wilson has a podcast. Yeah. It's called danger wow. talk. Wow. No shit. I definitely listen to that. Yeah. I love Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I've, I've been kind of diving more into other people's podcasts and it's interesting that the measure of successful people is pretty standard across the board. It's almost like there's a, there's an elite group of unspoken success that kind of all shares the exact same opinions on what builds someone into a successful person. And you notice that none of, you know, none of the items are ever financial because if you're doing the steps in your day-to-day life to, you know, build the success um, and, and, and to build yourself and focus on, uh, you know, your weak areas or areas of improvement or focus just on exuding your strengths even further, the financial impact comes, the social impact comes um, and, you know, everything kind of follows suit there along with it. It kind of falls in line, right? You know, one of my greatest rules is you are where you've earned the right to be. You haven't earned more than where right now. You haven't earned something different than where right now. You're here for a reason and it's, you know, it's for good reason. So, if you want more, you have to do more, right? And so how do we put ourselves in position to go out and do more? So I want to talk to you about three, uh, four things that you cannot do. And I think, I think it's going to resonate with a lot of you guys. I have to actively remind myself on some of these notes that I cannot do these things or expect these things or live these things if I want to achieve, you know, the ultimate uh, uh, goals that I kind of have set for myself here. So Number one is called an either or mistake. And this is like perfection or bust. It's like I either get that girl or no girl likes me. Like, mm. I mean, that's that's a shitty place to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, also it's I think absolute. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's absolutism and absolutism doesn't exist. It's mm. like I become president or the entire country hates me. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, you know, it's just not conducive. I, I become an entrepreneur. I'm a failure. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, you know, whereas the way you become an entrepreneur is by failing a shit ton. Yeah. You know, the way you get the girls by getting denied a shit ton. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of the opposite of what it actually takes to make this happen. Right. So it's perfection or bust. And this isn't reality and it's not really realistic. But I think the issue is a lot of people take this denial, if you will, or um, sense of declusion, and they just deem themselves unworthy. And once you deem yourself unworthy, you stop taking risks and chances and going out on a limb and, you know, seeking fulfillment. You stop doing all of those things because you just kind of have this notion in your mind that I'm just not enough when, you know, the reality is 
you're always going to be enough as long as you can kind of stay level headed, as long as you can come up with enough pivots in order to get to the end goal. You're always you have enough, right? I always tell you guys, you know, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you have every means in your life available to make your life into something that's very self-fulfilling and very profitable, right? If you're hearing this right now, you can create a bolus of profit based on you have, you know, a phone or laptop or, you know, whatever you're listening to this on at your disposal. And you can, you know, do like, like Scott did. Scott created an e-commerce business with that. And, you know, it doesn't take a shit ton of capital to start something. Well, it's, you know, it's kind of the same thing here that if you're listening to this, you know, obviously you have time. Obviously there's an element of self-belief you have in yourself or you wouldn't listen to our podcast. Um, and so expecting perfection or bust, you know, you're setting yourself up for failure because let me tell you, it's never going to be a perfect storm. You know, you're never going to walk into the room and it just be this perfect, flawless, beautiful thing. But the problem is, is you catch the denial and you just go into a cocoon. You just like alienate yourself from, you know, experiencing that again. You know, you know what I love the analogies of when you're a kid. Yeah. Because most of the time I've heard when you know you're a child, you tend to and a child being, you know, let's say from age four to ten. You don't have yeah. really any responsibilities at all. None. You're, I was excited about going out and playing kickball after yeah. fucking grade school. Yeah. You know, my, uh, in the street or going out and riding a skateboard or whatever. And you kind of just let your freedom flow. You yeah. Let your mind just flow. You did what you want. You kind of yep. didn't care. Like you're okay to get hurt and you're yeah. okay to like succeed. You're okay if the kids laugh at you, all that stuff. Yeah. 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 And I mean, there's some points where we, that, that denial you're talking about. So like if a kid pokes fun at you enough, you're going to start going questioning yeah, yourself. Yeah. And that's kind of where the, hang up start and we start to Absolutely. create our own denials. But as a kid, if you think, I mean, I've heard a lot of successful comedians specifically yep. talk about how they try to remember back when they were a child and remember when, you know what? It was just, we just had fun. You just had fun. We just kind of, if you wanted to go through the fucking corn maze and you were yeah. scared, you just did it. You just kind of did it. Yeah. 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 And on the other side of that, um, you know, it was always some sort of learning experience, even though, you know, at the time you don't realize it was learning experience, but later on you do. Scott also brings up a good point. You know, Scott really follows comedians a lot closer than I do, but like the really artistic people, like the comedians, like the singers, like those people, mm-hmm. man, those are people to really kind of model yourself after. I love and, the thought process and, of comedians. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, here, so, Professional athletes were always the popular people yep. and they always kind of had it easy and the yep. easy road, you know, the X, Y, Z. And I'm not saying the easier in terms of they don't work hard or they didn't come from a poor home life. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that they stood the fuck out and yeah. they got praised for it and they were never told no. They were mm-hmm. always told how good they are. Yeah. Whereas comedians or um, uh, singers mm-hmm. or whatever it might be, you know, very creative minds. They were constantly told no and they were belittled and they kept showing up and they kept improving and they kept, you know, putting their stuff out there for critique. Well, listen to any comedians, you know, early, you know, their history, their early career. Yeah. It was, I went on stage and I fucking botched it and everyone made fun of me all the fucking time. And you have to stay up there and take it and keep going. Yeah. That's, that's, it's not going to be an overnight success. That creates some thick skin. 100%. So, so apply that to your life. How can you apply that to your life to where, you know, you can get the uncomfort out of the way you really, I mean, you want to talk about looking yourself in the mirror. That's looking yourself (laughs) in the fucking mirror and really breaking yourself down. And you know, yours probably won't be as humiliated as that is, but you have to be able to go through that. So if you 
expect perfection or budget, you're never going to get anywhere because it's never going to be perfect. Getting to a place where it's even remotely perfect takes years and years and years and years and years to do. I mean, most of these people, uh, I mean, shit, you know, look at, look at, you know, our company here. It's, I, I've been out of over eight years now. You know, look, you look at comedians or singers and stuff. Um, you know, one of my favorite DJs, Alice in Wonderland, it took her like 14 years of DJing before she finally oh, like, yeah. got paid for a show. Oh, and I'm sure there's athletes who've gone through community colleges yeah. to not yeah. to a D one, then off D one, then trying yeah. to make it to the league, trying to do walk-ons, all those kinds of things. Yeah. They just kept having to show up and swing and swing and make yep. it happen. So number one is the either or mistake. It's not perfection or bust. It's just a continual growth and a continual expansion of who you are, what you are, and what you're bringing to the table. If you ever want to reach success. Number two, overgeneralizing. One thing goes wrong. It's all bad. One thing does not a pattern. A pattern is a series of events that point to a similar outcome that were caused by a similar um, uh, scenario, right? So, Again, let's use the female emoji you know, or the female emoji. Did I say emoji? You did. Analogy. <laughs> the female analogy. Which one? The one where she holds like yeah, a fucking plate? That, no, no, the one where she's in the red dress. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the salsa girl. Yeah, the salsa girl. So, again, let's say, you know, you're out at a bar and, um, you know, you walk up to a female, you try sparking conversation with her and you just fall flat on your fucking face. Like yeah. it just sucks yeah. and it doesn't go well. Yeah. And so obviously, you know, you get tonight, you don't get the chick and then you just kind of walk home and your sorrows like... Everyone hates me. Everybody. I'm a fucking loser. You wouldn't even text your mom back. <laughs> but people do this shit. Yeah. Like people go through this stuff. A pattern, you know, because it's human nature to really pick up on patterns, right? Pick up on patterns, how people treat you, how people make you feel, mm -hmm. how instances make you feel, um, what's good, what's deemed good and bad in your mind. These are all pattern pieces and we constantly put these things together and, um, you know, try to manipulate the patterns as best we can, um, to kind of work out for us, you know, in our favor. Mm -hmm. Right. But not everything actually means anything at all. You know, like I can't tell you how many women I have approached at a bar that turned me down. Mm -hmm. I can tell you about how many women I've approached at a bar that it worked out well. Sure, <laughs> you, you know, you, sure. you, know, you uh, those are the ones you want to remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are the ones you want to remember, right? Yeah. But, but you know, that that's obviously um, so that's highlight reel. slim. It's a yeah. highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Um, and you know, a highlight reel on ESPN, it's like ninety seconds for a game that took three hours, mm -hmm. and you know, it's, it's pretty fucking similar in this regard. So. Mm -hmm. You overgeneralize something or you get passed over for a promotion, you know, whatever it might be. So, you know, I, I, I think there's a deep um, I think there's kind of a deeply embedded, you know, meaning behind people who constantly overgeneralize you know, everything. And it's almost like a, a complete denial syndrome of, you know, deny, 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 deflect, 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 and just kind of never go anywhere. Like I know people in my life who are like that, or mm -hmm. well, they're not in my life, but they, you know, used to be in my life. Sure. Like everything's bad. Yeah. And again, you know, this turns you into a woe is me mm -hmm. and I'm the mm -hmm. victim and you know, X, Y, Z, but you're not a fucking victim of anything. Yeah. Dude, you're just not a victim of anything. And if you think you are, you're combating me on this, that mentality right there is why you haven't grown. It's why you haven't changed. It, it's funny that most people expect, we kind of talked about this in the last one, perfection. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and to think that somebody doesn't have to grow up and get through something and learn yeah. is kind of oblivious, yeah. you know, because why would you not assume, you know, get comedians, athletes, whoever, even us. Yeah. You know, you think, okay, well, your first bodybuilding shows, 
that you did with clients probably pretty rough. Yeah. Right. I wasn't a very good coach. And and there were probably people and you know, you had two avenues to go. You could have said, I suck. I'm not good. Or you could say I suck, but I got to learn from that. Yeah. And then there was outside people who are going, wow, that dude's fucking clients trash. Yeah. And they think that you're worthless, but then they, one, you don't give your time or yourself the benefit of the doubt to go, okay, I'm still learning. Exactly. And then you assume that they are just always going to think that. And most people on the outside don't even, I think at least, are quick to assume now. Yeah. And everybody on the outside expects perfection of, let's just, since we're using you as an example, use uh, perfection of you. Yeah. And they don't give you the benefit of the doubt of going, okay, he's still learning. Yeah. Doesn't mean he can't become a great coach. Yeah. But we need to see him prove it. Yeah. That's like my biggest gripe right and, now. And, and the constant, you know, the constant chase of improvement, like since you brought it up, I remember, cause I know a lot of you guys, We'll be able to relate to this. You know, I remember after I had put like five or six people on stage, you know, for the most part, they did okay. Yeah. Right. But I mean, it wasn't good. There was nothing really there that you were looking at like, man, this guy's going to be a really good coach one day. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a big team. You know, it wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. Like I felt emotionally, spiritually, like I was just in a complete plateau or like I'd hit my ceiling. I was banging my head against the ceiling. Like, like I'm looking at what other people are doing with physiques and I felt like where I'm at now, I don't think I can ever get to that point. I don't mm-hmm. think it's possible for me to oh, be you did that think good. That? Oh yeah. 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 So um, you created that denial. Yeah. So this was, you know, this was very early on in my career where I was like, that's unrealistic for me. I'm not smart enough to do that. I'm not good enough to do that. I don't know how they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever it was. And I remember having constant anxiety about this. But again, I started playing the victim. Mm -hmm. It was the woe is me. I gave myself anxiety because I kept, I allowed so many anxious thoughts to run through my head. Right. Sure. And, you know, without giving yourself time to go, well, I still need to learn this. Yeah. You immediately thought failure because I was comparing my page five to someone's 500. You were generalizing. You know, yeah, Yeah, I was just generalizing. We're all the same. Yeah. Right now we're all the same and that couldn't be further from the truth, yeah. right? Like those people, now I realize those people put in so much work to be there and, you know, they were such good coaches. They earned their clients, X, Y, Z, whatever it might be. So not everything's a pattern, but also on your path towards success, the pattern constantly changes. That's why Scott and I talk to you all the time, but you have to pivot. Not everything like Scott drop right roasters. It's not a billion dollar company. It didn't make a billion overnight. Like I promise, like there's going to be places he has to assess, identify. He's going to hit rough patches. He's going to hit spots where there's no growth and he's going to have to identify. He's going to have to pivot and he's going to figure something out in order for that to happen. And over time, maybe it does become a billion dollar company. But if I just go, you know what? We had a hot uh, launch day. Yeah. And now the next couple of months are slow yeah. and think, you know what? Nobody fucking wants this. And I gave up. That would be the wrong move. Then you'll never find and out. You'll never find yeah, out. You're never yeah. going to have the end answer. So there was something, uh, a quote I like from Deepak Chopra and it says, follow your passions. Yeah. And don't think about whether it's unrealistic or not. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. I love that. You know, we, I think we've both shared, um, you know, how our parents viewed our current careers mm-hmm. in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, now I'd say they're both working out quite sure, well for sure, us. Right. Sure. Um, and, and you, you know, it's just truly chase that passion, whatever that passion is, you have to chase it and you have to go get it. So number three, I hate this. I hate this so much. I don't even need to spend much time on this one. It's a constant negative for a positive, you know, like when you, like people who just can't accept compliments, right? Oh, shit. Like, yeah. 
then I just stop giving you compliments. Yeah. I just yeah. don't give a fuck. Honestly, like someone can't accept a compliment. I lose all interest in talking to them. Yeah. Like I, I hate that. There's also a difference in not being able to accept compliments and, um, you know, just not thinking, not, how do I say this? The compliment may be over it's where you're no, 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 no. Like, like the compliment is too much of a title for you oh. to actually accept for your current expectation of yourself. Does that make sense? So somewhere, someone were to say that you're the best bodybuilding coach in the world. I mean, that's literally what I was just thinking. And I wouldn't would go, really accept it. You go, no, yeah. because, but you've been in the industry long enough to go, you know, I know guys who are better than me. Yeah. I perceive is better than me yeah. in different ways. Like, no, but I'm working towards it. And I do sure. appreciate you thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there, there, there's a vast difference here between the two. It's a compliment out of your league. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll still take that. And yeah. I'm working towards that. Yeah. And I appreciate that someone thinks that because there are people who do believe I'm the best bodybuilding coach in the world if someone going cool. to the college kid you're the next lebron yeah yeah, yeah. everyone's the next lebron right every year there's one there's the next lebron kobe yeah. or michael yep. every single yep. year well it's the same thing because mm-hmm. they're the reality is no matter how good that person is the odds of them ever turning into that are very slim to none sure. right like the odds that when i retire i'm considered the best bodybuilding coach in the world mm-hmm. are really slim it's not impossible it's not impossible and it's up to you to think it's yeah. possible it's a, a lot of it's up to me yeah. A lot of it's up to me. A lot of it's kind of, um, you know, by chance and a little bit of luck. I'm not saying like LeBron's lucky, the best bodybuilding coach in the world's lucky. Yeah. But there's an element of luck, like behind the scenes, if I you will, so. yeah. that it's just accepted. It's it's like, OK, to have that luck. And I hope I get that luck. It's, it's kind of the perfect formula of hard work and luck. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. It, 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 it really is. And um, so it's, you know, constantly striving to be more. So I don't want people to confuse those two, but it's like, you know, you, um, it's like, you, 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 you tell someone they're really intelligent and it's like, yeah. well, and this honestly happens commonly with introverts. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not as intelligent as Steve jobs, but no fucking shit. Never <laughs> fucking said you were. Of course you're fucking not. I didn't say the next Steve jobs. Dumbass. I said you're smart. <laughs> I just said you're fucking smart, dude. Yeah. I said that you're smarter than the normal person. Who's not yeah. very fucking smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all I was trying to say. Yeah. You ain't gotta be Steve jobs. You know, you don't have to be Jeff Bezos. You don't have to be any of those fucking people. Yeah. Um, so man, people who can't accept compliments, but what happens with these people is they also can't accept good. You know, mm-hmm. they start self-sabotaging. So let's say you walk up to the girl at the bar. This person walks up to the girl at the bar and they get the girl. Mm-hmm. And then things go well. And they go on a couple dates and, you know, they fucking hit it off. And, uh, you know, and there's, uh, what, what's uh, the catch? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's something wrong. Yeah. This is too, the fuck's there gotta be something is, wrong? I, I'm a big, I hate the, you know, it's too good to be true kind of yeah. vibes because I know that happens. And I know that's pretty preconditioned a lot yeah. of us, but why not just enjoy the yeah, ride? Why, why not enjoy the ride? Maybe it is too good to be true. Yeah. You know, I, I would, I would almost equate my last relationship to that. It was yeah. like all fairy tales and funny games. Sure. And it's like too good to be true. Sure. Well, fuck, I look back and the ride was dope when yeah. it crashed. It yeah. sucked. Yeah. But the ride was dope and mm-hmm. I appreciate the ride and you know, thanks for the fucking time. Yeah. And I think like more people need to understand that dude, here's the thing, especially in dating, right? Mm-hmm. Since I don't know how we're talking about dating. Like, well, talk, I mean, say with business, right? No, yeah. Talk about money You're, because people, with, if you see a fat amount of money in your bank account, you're yeah. almost like, this isn't real. Yeah. But yeah. when you start a business, we start dating somebody, you start dating somebody, you're either going to get married or going to break up. 
Yep. There's no, there's no other option or, yep. you know, be together. Or you're going to break up. Yep. Yep. You start a business. It's either going to be very successful or it's going to fail. Yep. Just because one business is successful doesn't mean they all will be mm-hmm. just because one fails doesn't mean they all will. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, really, honestly, it's like, man, if you're batting like 30, 40% on these things, you're doing good. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're doing really fucking good. Yeah. And like, that's the goal. And most people, if you tell most people that, hey, three out of every 10 things you're going to do are going to be really good, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, well, that fucking sucks. Yeah, what if those three out of 10 things you're living the life you what want? What if those three out of 10 things, what if one of them's a $50 million a year company, the other one's the woman of your dreams, and yeah. the other one is whatever the fuck it might be? Sure. You sure. know, the car you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like the car you want. Yeah. And you know, the things that didn't work out was, you know, a fucking a coach or yeah, yeah, a bodybuilding yeah. show, you know, like things sure. that don't actually matter a ton in the grand scheme of reality. Yep. So the people who commonly can't accept comments, they commonly can't ever accept good either. It's like, you know, you get offered, uh, you get offered a job and it's like, you start looking at obsessing over looking up the bad reviews of the company. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That's what everybody <laughs> fucking does. Yeah. You know, my theory is always the same, especially with Yelp reviews on restaurants. Yeah. Like, my buddy said this perfectly. He said, if you'll find what you're looking for on the internet now. 100%. No matter what you're looking will. for, you'll find it. You're going to find it. And anybody who leaves your bad reviews are the people who always had a bad experience. Oh, if you had a good one, you're not going to leave a review yeah, at all. I know. No matter where they went, they had a bad experience. If you had a good experience at your job, you're probably not going to leave a review. 100%. You're not going to take the time. I, we never do. No. The only time I've ever left a review on Yelp was that Wayback Burger <laughs> over there. Yeah. I mean, I dealt with the stupidest fucking sure. human being that sure. I've ever dealt with in I my think, entire but life. But it's because you were fucking pissed. Yeah, I was fucking... If dude, you were happy, dude, you wouldn't have cared. Dude, my <laughs> review on that Yelp is hilarious. Oh, it has like 50-some likes or yeah. like upvotes or That's, whatever. So I don't is. trust any reviews that are positive because they're probably paid for. Yeah. For the, right. most, for the most part. Yeah. We have, we, we're trying to get reviews right now like team alien stuff and yeah that's, they're gonna be positive yeah and like coffee is positive too for riot yeah those aren't paid for at all but you know yelp is a money yelp, making machine yeah, yelp is a beast yeah what do you think about yelp they're gonna start labeling restaurants as like racist or not I'm like this is, are they fucking can you hear about me? that no you hear about that i do think there was so much public backlash that they might have backed off because i think it was supposed to be in by now well there was one restaurant that's have i forget what what it was one restaurant that went on the internet or went on TV or something and they were known to be racist. Yeah. And so everybody, they stopped taking reviews. Oh, Yelp stopped the reviews from coming in because everybody went and said like, you're racist, you suck. And they started like wow. just trashing their company wow. publicly on the internet. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's wild. Yeah. That's bonkers. Yeah. Yelp, you, you know, Yelp is I, savage. I think it's, I think it's probably a good idea to kind of stay in your lane yeah. with like everything because sure. you know, one person says something and all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's racist or, you know, whatever it might be. Sea of yeah. mad yeah. people. Yeah. That, that's it's, literally what happened. Yelp is Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Yelp's Twitter Yelp is for like food. Twitter for food oh man how's twitter doing i don't know anything popping off yet man not really i i i I kind of retransitioned myself to only tech people yeah so yeah that makes sense you don't see any of the madness yeah man what these days i'm gonna sign back on i'm gonna check out the madness the funny thing i'm gonna tweet some motherfuckers i'm back and call the sea of madness and never fucking get back on the tech ones are always a bunch of bot people that are commenting you know trash shit on their fucking youtube videos but everybody makes fun of them yeah that makes sense well i hope twitter's doing well i hope they're staying upright I hope they miss me. <laughs> Did you hear somebody hacked, not hacked, but got into Donald Trump's Twitter account? No, no. Shit, that's Dude, hilarious. Bro, I'm just completely off topic. I would love to get in there. A, a fucking, I, it was a Dutch? Someone, someone in overseas. Yeah. Didn't, he's a security guy for tech security. He didn't hack into it. Okay. He guessed the fucking password 
It was Marker 2020 exclamation point. Shut and they, up. I guess they reviewed a bunch of old shit before and like one password was yeah. you're fired. Yeah. Wow. And like, how do you, wow. get, you just guess the password and you got yeah. it. That's hilarious, dude. You know what's really funny about that? Like I see how obsessive Steven is with us having the most exquisite passwords oh, for everything. so dumb. They're like, dude, our passwords <laughs> suck. They suck. <laughs> they're really safe. Yeah. But they yeah. suck to I type I see you the password repository and like fucking oh copy God, and paste. I mean, you can't type that out. You Every can't, time, it, I'll never remember it. it it's, it's impossible to get there. It's like you can never guess it in, yeah. in your wildest imagination. But like, man, the president didn't even have that. <laughs> Yeah, you'd expect something crazy. Insane. I have a friend who does 35 characters for his passwords. Wow. Yeah. And then you just last pass all of them mm-hmm. and saves them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's smart to do. That's very smart to do. Actually, I've actually started doing that. It's so easy. Also, my shit. Yeah, last pass is amazing. If you guys yeah. don't have last pass, get it. Last pass is it's a savior dope. for all of us. Yeah. So essentially what it is is like you just put your password in once and you can literally like just pound the keyboard until it says no more like characters are available. And then you log in. Um, so for like your bank accounts or um, your PayPal or, you know, anything that you really want a lot of security on and LastPass just remembers it. And then you sync up LastPass from your phone to your computer and you have it on both. You can have it everywhere that you go. You just sign into your LastPass account. Yeah. The key is you have one master password. Yeah. And that's like your most complicated password. Yeah. And then in there you can save a bunch of information. Yeah. And they have categories where you can, fold, you know create segments of like you said bank accounts even addresses yeah it's like i have my po boxes and stuff saved in there so i don't have to remember them and it yeah. autofills yeah that makes um, sense and yeah that has the google chrome extension the iphone app the android app it's just easy man what if LastPass got hacked That'd be some Everybody shit. Fucked. That'd be some <laughs> shit. Please don't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so back to the inner game of success number four. <laughs> Man, I talk about this one all the time. Guiding with emotions. Nothing good is ever going to happen when it's emotional. You know, if you're overly emotional, if you're not under control, if you're not thinking, you know, with a normal train of thought or with a logical train of thought, it's just reacting and reacting and reacting. Because when when, you know, everything when you're acting out of emotion, it's all just reaction. None of it is ever actual thinking and it's rarely sensible or logical. And this is a huge thing with, you know, people around me is. If you want me to respect you, even when all adversity is thrown in your face, you need to still act logical. You need to still like be logical and be able to fucking control your shit mm-hmm. and hone it in to just be a logical thinker, have a logical communication about what the issue at hand is, and then work through it in a logical manner. I man, I cannot. I if I see someone's like overly emotional side where they can't control themselves and they just react, I I I will never. I'll never respect them. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I mean, dude, we're grown as fucking adults. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, we have to be better. Everybody's pretty sensitive now. Dude. I'll they, say that. They are. That's why I'm not friends with many people. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but, but the emotion, it, it becomes a trap for yourself. Yeah. You trap yourself. But in it's that. not reality. Yeah. It, well, it kind of goes in line with all of the other things you're saying is you start creating all these denials, yeah. these judgments and these yeah. things that probably aren't the case. You're casting your inner insecurities out on other people. I'll be the one to say I've done it quite a bit as I've grown up. Like, you know, you, you, you create this whole story. Yeah. And then you come to find out later that you overreacted. Absolutely. Why did you freak out? Why did you get stressed? Why did you, you know, panic and all this shit? Yeah. It becomes basically a fraudulent experience. It it, it does because like I said, any, anywhere outside of your mind, that's not reality. 
And, you know, we see this, we see this right now, you know, around political election time. Yeah. Is there's just a shit ton of emotion. Like you say the name Donald Trump or you say oh, the name Joe people, Biden. People freak out. And people can't control. Yeah. They can't control it. They, they're so lost inside of whatever manipulation tactics they've fallen, you know, victim to. Mm-hmm. They've allowed themselves to fall victim to. You say those names and they're completely triggering. Mm-hmm. That people lose their minds completely. Yeah. And, you know, the, it's sad because those are lost individuals. Mm-hmm. Those are lost people people who probably won't find their way back because yeah, they're so yeah. deep, you know, into this manipulation that they, mm-hmm. they I mean, you, someone could, one of them could hear me say this and they'd be like, I'm not manipulated. It's just fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> like, you know, like dude, well, I mean, people want to have something to identify with. They do. And when the game of the system, if you will, yeah, is to take what you want to identify with and then create some kind of extreme yeah, extremism. Yeah. yeah. Then, then you're going to identify with that extremism. Absolutely. And you just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper into that extremism mm-hmm. because the deeper you go, the more you have something to identify yourself. It's like with. CNN and Fox news and all it those is. fucking people because that's their agenda. It, yeah. And it, it's all, the agenda is always for money. For yeah. Them. How do you think they make money by getting you fucking amped up and worked up by yeah. pissing you that's off? What Facebook does. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Same thing. Absolutely. Fuck Twitter started doing it. And that's when I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> you controlled your environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and so people who just act out of emotion, have a high clip or aren't able to control their emotional capabilities with their logical capabilities. I mean, your, your chance of success is zero. You're, yeah. you're not going to meet a single successful person who who react, who just constantly reacts. Mm-hmm. And it's all just emotion, emotion, emotion. There has to be logical thoughts, logical thinking going on. And then logical reactions after you've worked through all this, you know, thought processes that you need to cover. I, w- I will add one more thing in that yeah. one is that it seems, and I'm saying this because I do this a lot because I have a tendency to want to control yeah. a lot of things. Yeah, It seems to, once you start trying to take too much control of your emotions that things kind of start falling apart, not externally, but internally. Yeah. And you start to, then you start to continue to overreact in those emotions, but it's because you're trying to control and you're not just kind of riding the wave. Like we were saying, you're not yeah. riding the, you know, you're not taking the ride. You're not just going with the flow, if you will. Yeah. That too much control can kind of derail that emotional control. 100%. If that makes any sense. Yeah. No, 100% it can. And I, I, I think I, I would consider myself someone who really wants to be in control of a lot of shit too. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten a lot fucking better, but um, you can't kind of override that. You can't mm-hmm. kind of, you can't kind of overlap those two mm-hmm. to where like they almost become one. Yeah. It's like, like no one wants to work for that. No one wants to be around that. Like if you start controlling too many things, then your emotion, then someone else's emotions get tied yeah. up in it. And then you, because their emotions get, it's a, it's a spider web of, emo- it is. of emotions that just trickle down from one another. Yeah. And then it's hard to find your way back. Yeah. It's hard to find your way back to the even logical ground. So mm-hmm. I, I think those are really important. Now, let's talk about things. To de- these are things, again, from my friends that I, you know, fortunate enough to be surrounded by from a lot of the podcasts I've listened to from uber successful people. They have all four of these items in check. And the fourth one is definitely the most important one because, man. I say that one violated a ton, but number one, so simple positivity. Mm-hmm. You honestly wake up, you have a positive outlook. Mm-hmm. You have a positive vibe. You have a positive tribe. It all just attracts more and more positivity. I mean, look what we've created in Austin. Mm-hmm. You know, now Ethan and Alexia are moving down. Mm-hmm. You know, soon Kim and Dan are going to move out here. Mm-hmm. The positive environment that we've mm-hmm. created here is forcing, 
you know, our entire team who are, you know, positive, the, the people successful in my team are positive individuals. Mm-hmm. It's making all of them want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. I think this is massive. Positivity cannot go overstated. If you're inherently a negative person, no one wants to be around you. You're not going to be successful. You're not going to be happy. But if you can get in a car accident and still find the positive in it, then you're in a pretty good spot. Yeah. If you can get pulled over and you still find the positive in it, you know, anything um, that's less than stellar happens to you and you can find the good out of that because there's always good. There's always a silver lining. It doesn't matter what happens. You get fired, you get dumped, you get in a car accident, you get pulled over, whatever it is. There's a silver line. Mm-hmm. Something was going wrong and it's trying to be corrected right now. If you vibe with it, in a positive manner, it's probably going to get corrected mm-hmm. and it's, and you're going to come out on top. You're going to come out ahead. You're going to come out with experience, with wins. You know, the opposite, if the opposite happens, if you think, what was me? Why this happened to me? X, Y, Z, then you're going to be on the previous page and notes that I have, which you're going to be not very successful person. Something I learned from a, a previous uh, aircraft salesman, my previous job, his name is John. He made What's up, John. <laughs> I don't think you listen to this podcast. I don't think any of those motherfuckers do. Um, he he taught me something really cool. He carried around a sticky note with him. Yeah. And at the end of the day, or like halfway through the day or whatever, because we all were from home and we traveled and we were alone a lot. Yeah. He said it was really, really hard to get positive affirmation alone. Okay. And so what he especially all of us are alone now, hope working from home for the yeah. most part. He carried around the sticky note, and when something good happened, he wrote it down. That's dope. on the sticky note. And it's usually ended up being only like three or four things. It yeah. could be something as simple as I got a customer on the phone and he agreed to take a meeting. That's dope. That's super yeah. simple. Not yeah. like I sold an airplane and made $50,000. Yeah. <laughs> it's I did that. And then at the end of the day, at the end of the workday, at least he would take that sticky note out of his pocket and look at it. And that would be his positive affirmation of That's okay, dope. I'd move the needle forward. Absolutely. That's very cool. Because honestly, only one positive thing really has to happen to you for that needle to move forward. Yeah. Right. As long as you're not allowing the negative, you know, as long as you're not allowing the things we just talked about to move it backwards. So as long as we're taking one step forward, that's kind of the only goal. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's literally how you climb the ladder of success. Right. My number two important note, everyone who's really successful encourages the hell of other people. Encouraging other people does not pull away from you. It doesn't demean you. I'm perfectly okay going on Instagram commenting on 15 other fucking bodybuilding competitors posts on how fucking good they look mm-hmm. and it doesn't make me less of a bodybuilder mm-hmm. or how strong they are how you know whatever they might be yeah it doesn't make me any less of a bodybuilder mm-hmm. what it does it encourages them it makes them feel better that they gotta you know it as a bodybuilder who's decent it always feels really good to get comments from other good bodybuilders yeah. Right. It always feels really fucking nice. Like, damn, you know, they're taking note. Like, they're good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And they're taking note of my good. Commonly, right? what I've seen you do is uh, praise certain bodybuilding coaches. Yeah. And yeah. they're competitive. Technically, like you're friends with them. Yeah. They're technically competitive businesses. Absolutely. But you're still giving them praise because they're doing a great job. Absolutely. Because I believe in the product they put out. I believe yeah. in what they preach. I believe in who they are and what they are. Yeah. Right. Um, and so. I think that's, I, I, I truly, I think there's great power in just constantly encouraging others. And again, it's like, dude, what's the vibration you're putting out in the world? Guess what happens when you constantly praise and uplift others? You mm-hmm. get constantly praised and uplifted. Mm-hmm. Scott's talking about the positive affirmations. Well, fuck, now you have tons of them happening every single day. Yeah. You know, now we have these, you know, these people listening to the podcast. Now yeah. they're, you know, supporting the podcast and yeah. growing the brand. Yep. Like it's, it's, you know, Scott used a spider web analogy earlier. It's, 
encouragement turns into a spider web of positive affirmations, of really positive vibes, and of just good things consistently happening to Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. I think there's great power in that. And so encouraging other people. You show up to work and, you know, you pass the secretary and you tell her that she like looks nice today or mm-hmm. something. Or if that's creepy to do, you never know who they are. If that's creepy to you, just tell her that you appreciate how, you know, part she is. Or how hard she's working or whatever. Yeah, like whatever she does. You know, it's easy to make a CEO feel good. Can you make the janitors feel good? Yeah. And I think that there's great importance, you know, in that. And so always, always, always be encouraging. You should always want to make someone's light shine brighter rather than dim it down at all. Number three, dude, fucking vibe check. Check the vibe. Vibe check. Yeah, vibe check happening right now. The Road Night Podcast. Sit back, check your vibe, assess it. My vibe's pretty fucking good. I'm trying to teach you guys how to fucking be more successful. How's your vibe? Your vibe pretty Pretty fucking good. My vibe's pretty fucking good. How's your vibe listening? It's pretty fucking good, Um, dude. The weather's the perfect weather right now for me. That's my. That's good vibe. Pretty elite weather right now. Sixty degrees. Just went through a walk. It felt fucking good. My vibe is strong, dude. So vibe check yourself. How many times throughout the day you look, so you sit there and you're like, how am I doing today? How am I like affecting others today? Because mm-hmm. man, when you're in a shit mood, you walk into a build, into a room and everyone else turns into a fucking shit mood too. Usually we get caught up in ourselves pretty easily. You I get that caught up. Yeah. yeah. And, and you don't just assess where you're at. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you you might say something out loud that meant nothing to you, but the tone of which it came out fucked oh, with yeah. other people. Yeah. It's like, dude, vibe check. Mm-hmm. Just constantly check yourself. Um, it's something that, you know, I, I try to do. And I'm not always like a fucking A plus. I can promise you that. But, you know, I try to keep it more positive than they. I try to fucking just want people to be around me. <laughs> you know, that's, that's yeah. my vibe check. Like, man, what I want to be around myself right now. And it's like, it's either yes or no. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it's yes, you just keep going with the flow. And if it's a no, then you got to fucking correct it. Right. So yep. constantly check your vibe, check what you're putting out, because, you know, that affects everyone. That affects everyone in your environment. It, affect, it directly affects your fucking environment. Right. This is a big, big deal. Check it. Make sure it's positive. If it's not positive, guess who changes that? You. You can change that. You don't need a text back. You don't need an email. You don't need more money. You don't need more shit to make your vibe fucking better. That's something that you're in direct control of. How you make yourself feel, how you making other people feel, how are you making your environment better? Cross those three off every fucking day. And I promise you, I promise you that you're going to end up at this fucking finish line of ultimate success i can promise you that so vibe check yourself man seven out of seven days a week every single day it's got to be perfect we don't have time for off days and bad days it was i thought of something really interesting while you were talking is you know how the uh, the what's that saying misery loves company yeah it does. i find that to be it seems to be similar with positivity absolutely positivity, positivity loves company, company too yeah 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 so i i mean usually you know if you are having a rough day and you bring that positivity, like you're saying, and maybe the rest of the people around you were having a rough day, but then you, your positivity brought their positivity up. Yeah. Now everybody's happy. Wouldn't you rather be happy and positive and, and just enjoy things? Yeah. Rather than kind of mull it over and everything's kind of gray and dull. I mean, it, it, isn't that a funny question? Because like here in Austin, last few days, like yesterday was really gray and dull. Sure. Like today's yeah. pretty fucking sunny, right? Yep, yep. You'd rather be part of the goddamn sunny day, right? So <laughs> why true. don't you just be the goddamn sunny day? That's true. Like all the time. Everybody's really typically a little more, I'm not going to call it depressed, but you're not as happy on yeah. those like gray, dull days. Yeah. Cloudy, and, rainy and shit. And people around you aren't as happy when you're fucking gray and dull. Yep. So just be the fucking ray of sunlight. Like, light that bitch up, dude. When you walk into a room, the whole room gets better. The whole room gets elevated. It, it gets lifted. You control that. Nobody else does. You can 
control that. Number four, be authentically you. Dude. Ooh, that's my favorite. That's the mission statement of Riot. My God, be authentically you. I mean, I w- I'm not to put anyone on blast. <laughs> I'm scrolling through Instagram the other day. Someone's doing a QA. and a Uh-huh. So, you know, we're, we are big in terms of Team Mahaley. We're huge. Like yes. the impact, the number of people, it's massive. Right? Yes. I'm pretty, pretty, pretty fucking confident that we're the biggest team in, in, in the world. Okay. Right. So someone who, you know, they might have 150, 200 clients on their team, which is a good size team. Okay. Well, share the whole Q and a, which he, he wasn't being himself at all. It was like, Man, I'm, 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 he's trying to be me. He's trying to he, show out. He's trying to be me really hard and like okay. show out and be about that life. Like fake it till you make it. Right. Okay. Okay. So Megan and I like convened in the room, you know, later that day or at some point, And I like, made a comment and she was like, Oh my God, I know. And I was like, Oh, so I, I'm not the only one that kind of noticed okay. Okay. that. Right. And it, it's frustrating mm-hmm. because it's not authentic mm-hmm. and who this person actually is, is vastly different from who, from, the social media portrayal that they constantly paint for themselves. Yeah. And what's wrong with that is when you get to know these people or say you hire these people, you quickly see through it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's not a high level of success that comes out the other side. Yeah. Right. This, I feel like this is just super common in general on social media. Yeah. It's very common. It's unfortunate. This is someone I know pretty well. Sure. And like that's fucking sucks. So me and the, the Lipton's. Yeah. We're chatting uh, the other night and they, I'm not going to say who, but they were in California and they were visiting some people and they were around some high, you know, a uh, large follower, yeah. large following accounts. And they said, those people, you know, when the cameras are off, they're different. They're not very exciting. Yeah. They're kind of boring. They look like they're stressed or anything like that. Yeah. But the second a camera, even a phone comes on, it's the light turns on. The light turns Bam. on. Yeah. And they put on a show. Yeah. Like they're acting. But that's not themselves. And Kenny told me something so interesting. He said, "Why? I just want to tell that person, it's okay. You don't have to do that. Yeah. It's okay. You can be yourself. Yeah. You can be yourself and people will still like you. Yeah. But you're going to feel way better. You know why they feel so drained and tired when when the fucking cameras go off? Yeah. It's because they're spending so much energy into trying to be something that they're actually fucking not. Yeah. So it's not natural for them. It is all an act. They're Mm -hmm. just actors and actresses. You know what's sad is, man, I mean, I'm fortunate in the position that I'm in. I've met a lot of these uh, people, large followings, right? Mm -hmm. Millions and millions of followers and all that stuff. It's almost the same. The the same thing holds true for almost every single one of them. Yeah. Like you take the camera away and you don't, you're not, they're not interesting. Yeah. They're not cool. Mm-hmm. Or they're not good people, mm-hmm. which is hard. Be authentically you. That's how shit grows. Look at my business. Look at Dylan Bear's business. Look at Mark Tominick's business. Look at Matt Jansen's business. I don't say these people's names because they're my friends. They're all my friends for similar reasons, mm-hmm. but they're all doing well because why? None of us are trying to be something we're not. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to build what Dylan and I have. Mm-hmm. And quite frank, no one else can. Mm-hmm. Like the specialty that that takes for you to be as a human being is unbelievable. And and, and Matt Jansen doesn't want to be Justin Mahaley. And Matt, like Justin Mahaley yeah. doesn't want to be Matt Jansen. The way we go about things is vastly different. Yeah. You know, Matt wants to build his tribe and he wants his tribe to have a really good culture. Yeah. Amongst it. But there are similarities. Different. Yeah. And, and you guys kind of tend to learn from one another. Yeah. And you, but this is what I always thought, too, is 
learn from the people around you and then mold it into what you want to be. Take, Take notes the pieces. From the, the blueprint's been set. Like the biggest, I've said this before, the biggest piece, and I said this on a, a friend of mine's podcast, the big, they asked me, what's like working with Justin? Yeah. I said, you know what? The biggest piece I've learned is that I was not out there enough for myself yeah. that I could take that from him and try to be aggressively out there. And I still yeah. don't think I even, I mean, close. Well, but, you're learning, you're trying, but you're still, you know, you pick yeah. up those pieces and you learn. It's just about learning and trying. I mean, I, so that's something I've never had a problem with in my professional career. I yeah. did before it. Sure. I was just like a shoebox on sure. myself. Right. But like when you put yourself out there and honestly, even the people who don't really like it, it's a huge fucking win because they just get away. Yeah. Like they just, they get away from you. They can't yeah, be around yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And the people who love it, which is going to be the majority, right? If you're a good person, it's mm -hmm. going to be the majority. They just kind of flock to you. Mm -hmm. And that's how you kind of build this. Literally, like you build a tribe mm -hmm. around just literally being a good person and putting yourself out there, kind of breaking the mold sure. um, and, and kind of empowering others. And I, I think there is something to be said about it's, it's very empowering to watch someone throw themselves out there into the fucking wolves. Right. And then yeah. you just start leading it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's kind of what our society is. It's kind of a bunch of wolves. There's a bunch of people waiting to judge or critique mm -hmm. or, um, you know, hate or love or, you know, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. It's just a wolf pack. Mm -hmm. And they're vicious and they're always hungry for the next story. They're hungry for the drama. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to play into a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. I've told you, I, I unfortunately have been on a lot of those fitness drama pages with massive followings. And, you know, they post things that are very one sided or not accurate. Of yeah. course, there's always two sides. Of course, I don't think what they posted was extremely accurate. It's very sure. anti me. Sure. Well, I was putting myself out there to be subject to that. Sure. I don't anymore. I mean, look at our look at our presidency. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the presidency. Yeah. I mean, he's the most hated man in the world and the most loved man in the world at the same time. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. That is absurd. I wouldn't want to handle that. I, mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to be. I would a ton of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, but yeah. he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Truly. But I stopped putting myself. I post nothing. Yeah. I don't post my relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't post my friends. Mm -hmm. I don't post our business moves. Mm -hmm. I don't post my house. Mm -hmm. I don't post my money. I post mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. And now what happened? When's the last time I've been on one of those? Yeah. I haven't been on yeah. one in 14 months. Yeah. I remember last time I was on one. Yeah. And it sucked. Yeah. You haven't been on one in 14 months and now everything's just good. Right now, I'm not telling you you don't have to share these things. I'm not telling you you have to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. But remember back early on. You might have money now. You might not have money tomorrow. You might be in a relationship now. You might not be in a relationship tomorrow. You might have a job now. You might not have a job tomorrow. So why even put, you know, for me, it's like, why would I put myself out there to be scrutinized for it, any of it? And it sucks to have to think that way. It does. It sucks to have to think that way. And I would, I would encourage most people to not let that yeah. scare them. Don't, don't let that hold you back. Yeah. Because I want you, because there's also a side that Scott talks about. Yeah. How do you put yourself out there without putting yourself out there? Mm -hmm. Well, for me, luckily, my passion doesn't involve any of the things other than what I post on Instagram. Yeah. My passion's, you know, winning shows. Yeah. My passion's complete dominance of the NPC and the IFBB. And yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we do at a high level, right? Yeah. So that's all I have to talk about. Yeah. I mean, dude, I don't even, like, I, I, I didn't even post anything about Ohio State's first game. Because, you know, oh, you get right. five good responses <laughs> and you get 50. That fuck Ohio State. It's like, I just don't care about your opinion. I'm from there. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. know, like... I now I'm gonna post a lot about Michigan. All right, so don't, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. They're riding high after a little oh, three touchdown shit. win over the 20th ranked team in the country. Yeah. Don't get it. I'm gonna post about them. Yeah, we're gonna maul that ass. But everything else, I don't post about. It. I didn't yeah. post about when I left my old coach. I didn't post about when I hired Matt. It just all happened organically. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But you still have to put yourself out there in order to build something. You have to put yourself out there to have a sense of community. And you have to be able to constantly push yourself and your true agenda further. I didn't know what my true agenda was until about you know, 14 months ago. Mm-hmm. That's when I realized, cause I was handed an ultimatum of this or that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, that, uh, duh. And, yeah. and, you know, from there, that's kind of the day I learned. Right? I, I think the first conscious choice is if you want to, if you, if you strive to be the person and I'm kind of telling myself this in a way, if you want to be the person that gets out there and has people talking to you and has people thanking you for supporting them or thanking you for helping them or whatever your goal is at the end of the day, you have to start by swallowing the pill and getting out there. Yeah. And the only way to get out there in the best way possible in a long-term way is what we're talking about. This number four is authenticity. Yeah. Right. The authenticity is the key factor in long-term success and not that short-term success that might go up. You know, you might spike. It's like you just open open the IPO in the stock market, you just spike and then you're just going to fall down. Yeah. But what the goal is to gradually exponentially climb. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen without you doing something. Nothing's Mm going to happen without you being something or standing for something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the least you can be is just yourself and put yourself out there. You know, Mm -hmm. people are going to enjoy it. Uh, I promise people are going to enjoy it. I promise people aren't going to. What did we say? People want to identify with something. They want to identify with something. Simple as Republicans, Democrats, people want to identify with something. Yeah. It's human nature. Many, That's our wolf pack. Yeah. And many, many people identify with team Haley, yeah. just, just like Dylan Bear's team, just yeah. like Matt Jansen's team. Yeah. Just like Nick Walker. You yeah. know, they, they identify with that person and whether the, whether the, similarities and struggles or successes or the goals or whatever. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very true. I think it's a good point. So put yourself out there, be authentically you. I, I really, really, really love talking about this stuff. I know that you guys love when I talk about it, but nothing happens without you doing something. So put yourself out there, go do something positivity, encourage, check your motherfucking vibe and be authentically you episode 100. We are in the triple digits. Please mm-hmm. scroll down. Give us five stars. We fucking love you guys. I cannot wait for the next 100. I'll see you next time.